Welcome, dear friends, to Kardec Radio at 11 p.m., nourishing our souls with one more Immortal Messages. Immortal Messages is a program based on the book, Psychophonic Instructions. Several spirit authors came through Chico Xavier in the years 54, 55, to deliver this illumination, the consolation, elucidations, to make us progress more steadily. They are educators of the beyond, friends of the beyond, and coordinated by Emmanuel through Chico Xavier, through his speaking mediumship, we are being educated. 66 years later. This book also became a DVD. And this is first hand in English, now at Kardec Radio, and under revision. Today, we're delighted with a renowned poetess from Brazil, Alta de Souza. Alta de Souza, yes. She was born in Brazil in 1876 in the upstate northeast of Brazil, the very northeast of Brazil, Rio Grande do Norte. And there she lived until 1901 when she died of tuberculosis. She only published in life one book named Orto. And it became a masterpiece. But after discarnating, 31 years later, she comes through Chico Xavier with a group of poets from the beyond and writes poems that are true educational material for us, for our souls. In the first book published by Chico Xavier in 1932, Parnaso de Alentum, this book is not translated yet, and I would say it's the challenge of all challenges because to translate poetry of that level, it's not about the words, it's about the rhymes, it's about the style of each one of them. It's um, something to be done for the future generations, for sure. But tonight we have this blessing to receive this poem that she wrote, Follow and Trust. In the afterlife, Aura de Souza has been inspiring many in so many ways. And I have to say, in 1953, Mr. Ninfo Correa, he created a big campaign in Brazil named Campanha de Fraternidade Alta de Souza, Aura de Souza Fraternity Campaign, that still happens. And I participated when I was younger, and it's still happening around the world, including in the United States of America. And it's a beautiful proposal to help those who are in the greatest needs. It's just wonderful. She is this illuminated spirit that has been illuminating our hearts. Because poetry, poetry. It's like written music, says Leon Denis in the book Spiritism in the Arts. Poetry speaks to our hearts. 
I particularly love poetry, and Aura de Souza is certainly one of my favorites. Very skillful, and especially when touching the chords of our soul. She's gonna talk about our resilience. Usually she talks about pain. Usually she talks about endurance and resilience in her poems. She feels the sufferings of many. And tonight, she's going to speak to us in follow and trust. Let us hear what she has to say. Tired and sad soul, sincere soul, seeps the anguish from the ultimate chalice. Keep the blessing of faith under the cross, of the affliction that sorrows and dilacerates. Work, serve, and believe. Help and wait. Imitating the celestial companion, one day the painful captivity will be free and lush spring. Overcoming lacerations, darkness, and ruins, bless the pain that enriches your shoulders with the sores of austere and strong martyrdom, the cross that pierces you day by day is the bright price of joy in the life that awaits you beyond death. Of course, she's talking about pain. She's talking about suffering. She's talking about afflictions. So now we want to discuss a little more with you about this pain and afflictions. In a book that is yet to be translated, named O Consolador, the Consoler, by Emmanuel through Chico Xavier, we have several questions and answers that were addressed to Emmanuel. And there is a particular section, he talks about evolution and pain. In one of the questions, somebody asked Emmanuel, between physical pain and moral pain, which one of the two vibrated more profoundly in the human spirit? And his answer is the following, I'm gonna to read to you. We can classify the suffering of the spirit as pain reality. And physical torment of any nature as pain illusion. In reality, every physical pain pushes the awakening of the soul for their great duties. Whether as an expiatory expression, as a consequence of the human abuses, or a warning of material nature to the donor, to the owner of the body. But every physical pain is a phenomenon, whereas the moral pain is essence. Thus the reason for physical pain being ephemeral. It comes and goes. 
even if it goes away with the transition uh, by death of the physical organs. But only, only the spiritual pain is great and profound enough to promote the luminous work of evolvement and redemption. I know we could discuss this all night long, but this matches what Aldo de Souza is saying. She says to us, tired, sad, but sincere soul. Meaning somebody who is awakening to life. So here we have Emmanuel saying, physical pain is ephemeral. It comes and goes. It's not root. It's effect. Physical pain, it's an effect of a vibratory result. It has nothing to do with the root cause of anything. But the spiritual pain, the moral pain, is the real. That's why he says it's pain reality. Because it's real. It's the essence. It's the root of it all. You see the difference? And that's why Otto de Souza is saying, remember, the pins and pricks of life, they come and go, but stay strong. She says, Keep the blessing of faith under the cross of affliction. The blessing of faith. Write it down. Let us mark it down. The blessing of faith. Why does she say that faith is a blessing? Why? You're going to find in the gospel according to Spiritism by Kardec. Right? That faith is a virtue through which others come from. Faith. No wonder Jesus talks about faith that moves mountains. But you may be asking, which is fair, faith in what? Faith in God. Always. Like Stephen. Stephen, always referring to God as merciful and loving and he loving God as well. So our faith in God, number one. Number two, faith in ourselves. If you ask, Bavanisa, how can I have faith in my, myself if I have so many mistakes? But you're a child of God. You were created by God. You were created by God. So you can't deny your essence. Right? So faith in yourself because of your essence. And then faith in, in God's creation, including other human beings like you. Because everything comes from God. It can't be bad. Trying to find a good blessing of faith. Faith keeps us believing that when you eat, you're Stomach is going to digest it. You ha you're having an act of faith right there. When you're driving, you have faith that you're going to be able to manage or you wouldn't be able to sit down comfortably and drive around. You and I 
daily have so many actions that prove to us levels of faith. But now we're talking about blessing, the blessing of that faith. Which faith? The faith in God. God is good. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me and to you. God is so good to me. God is so good to me. God is so good. God is so good to you and me. To all of us, God loves us so deeply. How can I expect anything bad in life, knowing that God is always a good plan for us? So the blessing of that faith that in every circumstance, God is going to present wonderful things for us. This is not the La La Land. This is tangible. But we need to co-create. I agree with you. If we don't operate on it, passively awaiting, doesn't come. God wants us to be dynamic, active, operant, right? So she says, work, serve, and believe. Help. And wait. Work, serve, and believe. Help and wait. It's almost like work, serve, believe. Help and wait. You see? Just like Emmanuel in the book, The Consoler, he said, only that spiritual pain will be great and powerful enough to boost in us the luminous work that will make us redeem ourselves and evolve. So, these afflictions come to make us work it out. Work something we haven't. Imitating the celestial companion. Who? Jesus. One day, the painful captivity will be free. In lush spring. So today we may seem to be in this scenario that is limiting, but as we keep ourselves faithfully here, like Joseph of Egypt, like Stephen in Poland, Stephen, he was there, a slave. Resigned, surrendered, he was called to another level. And he became the doorway through which Christianity came through the world because he was the one that brought soul, Paul of Tarsus, into it. So whatever you are, we need to work, serve, and believe. Help and wait. You do your share and God keeps working. You do your share and God keeps working. Do not give up. Nowadays, because of the pandemic, many people are like, I can't stand it anymore. I want to leave. Hey, 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 hey. Do your share here. It's not only about you. It's about other people. What if you do something that affects other people? You don't know if their immune system can take it. 
even if you are doing well, maybe you have already caught it asymptomatically and you can't go wild. We, we need to be careful, take it easy. Yes, work and stay in connection with people, do your things, but with masks, gloves, proper hygiene, vigilance, spiritual, emotional, physical, right? So we have to stay calm, overcoming lacerations, darkness, ruins, bless the pain. Okay, this is the climax. Bless the pain that enriches your shoulders. I know. You may be asking, is that the exercise? Yes, it is. That's our exercise. Why do the spirit mentors ask us to do this exercise? So we can feel the scripture. Bless the pain that enriches your shoulders with the sores of austere and strong martyrdom. You know, when you're doing everything right and people don't understand you, don't recognize you, but God does. Jesus does. Your conscience does. Your protecting spirit does. Keep doing the good. Keep doing the good. Hmm? Keep doing the good. Keep doing the good. And bless the pain. Yes, it's hard. But remember that, that uh, analogy we made. If you have the knife and you cut it through your hand and you resist, it pains, it's, it's more painful. Now relax, it's less painful. Resist, Ow. it hurts, exactly. That's a very, it's like a pencil going through. If I resist, it hurts more. Relax, in the sense of, I'm not gonna say if somebody beats you up and you like, no, no. We're talking about the moral pain. It's when you want to be loved and approved. I would say as a psychologist, this moral pain goes deep to the core of our souls when we want to be loved and approved of and we don't find it because we keep comparing ourselves. Oh, but look, that person's talking to that one, but not to me. That person is doing this, but I am not. That person, so when we get out of that envy, jealousy, and everything, and I look at the pain and say, okay, to so that inner child inside of us and say, look, you're loved by God. God loves you, and God is the creator and sustainer of life. Why don't you try loving that person instead of expecting that love. Hmm? When are you going to hear the voice of God saying how loved you are? Look at Stephen. Compare with his father. Same scenario. His father is rebellious. He doesn't feel loved. He doesn't feel appreciated. He doesn't like the Romans. And what does his son do? Jeziel Stephen. He's always caring and understanding. He, he doesn't feel any lack of love. On the contrary, he keeps feeling 
He's loved by God. Everybody is. He's capable of loving the enemies, the adversaries, who are not adversaries for him, by the way. So we can tell this inner child, let us bless that pain, shall we? Instead of resisting, let us bless. Bless the pain that enriches your shoulder. With the source of austere and strong martyrdom, the cross that pierces you day by day is the bright price of joy in the life that awaits you beyond death. Do you remember when we studied the book Memoirs of a Suicide? From that vantage point in the afterlife, they learned that the adversities of life are real gains. Not necessarily when everything is in place materially, we are winning the game. We may be losing big time. It's very deceiving. Fame, authority, money, beauty, social influence, they are not blessings. They are tests. And we need to manage, navigate through them wisely. How? By blessing the challenges. I remember when we started the pandemic three months ago, right? I thought to myself, how are we going to make it? Working and doing everything, homeschooling, the child, etc. It wasn't a piece of cake, no, many adjustments. But today, I understand why the spirits in the gospel according to spiritism. In chapter 5, blessed are the afflicted, they say, home and re resignation prevents madness and suicide. Many people went crazy or even suicidal, drinking, eating heavily, and etc., etc., because of lack of serenity. How do we cultivate it? Through prayers, through studies, but mostly through believing that God knows best. God, how can I do this? If you put me in this, you, you know how. Show me the way, please. And little by little, one adjustment after another, we start adapting. And then we'll have another change, and we'll have to readapt, just like nature. And nature flows. We need to allow ourselves to flow. Blessing the pain that enriches your shoulder. So this is the exercise for you and I in the next 24 hours. If you want to do it, it's about proceeding in life, being resilient, enduring, and trust. This is what Otto de Souza is saying to us. Be resilient, endure, and trust. Trust in God. Trust yourself.
and trust the essence of God in everyone. And if we do it day after day, it's going to be the bright price of joy. Joy, she's saying. She talks about sadness and ends with joy. Begins with sadness, tiredness, and ends with joy. The condition being we need to learn to bless the pain. As a neuroscientist of pain, yes, for two decades, I've studied pain so many ways in its neurobiology, its behavior. And I can share with you that pain is a perception according to science, which means you can change the way you perceive your suffering. So Jesus is right when he says that we can feel the joy in the most challenging scenario because we're seeing further down the line. Like Stephen, at his moment of death, he was capable of seeing the Christ looking at them and looking at the executioner, Saul of Tarsus, with so much compassion. He blessed the executioner. I know it's mind-blowing. But this is our challenge, to bless the pain, to see that through that pathway, there's something so beautiful. And that's not in any way masochist, no. Why? Because it's not real pain. As Emmanuel says, it's an awakening. Yes, I want to sleep and my children don't want me to sleep. Well, I'm learning something that I need to practice. Mind over matter, talk to my body and say, I know you want to sleep, but we need to stay here with this child. I know you want to relax, but they want you to play with them. So relax while playing. Be mindful. So there are so many ways for us to bless the pain. And through that blessing, we're going to enrich our strength, the shoulders. This is how we're going to march towards our prayer. A prayer to be ever more resilient and endure the march of our challenges. We're going to pray now. We're going to invite you to pray, and I'm going to put some music, just so it makes ever more pleasant. Close your eyes, if you want, and feel out of the Souza, repeating, follow, proceed, trust, she's saying. Tired and sad soul, sincere soul, seep the anguish from the ultimate chalice. The cross that pierces you day by day, 
is the bright price of joy in the life that awaits you in the beyond. Let us raise our thoughts in the joy of receiving the certainty that life goes on. Dear God, you've sent to us the celestial companion, as Otto de Souza says, to help us expand our horizons and blessings. Please help us learn to bless the challenges, the pains, and the sorrows, seeking the good in the midst of afflictions. Please help us visualize the gains of every challenge presented to us. May we always work, always serve, help, believe and wait, work, serve and believe, help and wait. Wait for your designs while operating upon them with you. What a beautiful balance of life. We can already feel the joy of synchronicity with you. The joy of awakening from our deepest egocentric illusions to the dreams of wisdom and love with you. We pray tonight for the serenity that we need on the earth. We pray for peaceful changes. We pray for fraternal decisions. We pray for togetherness and always greater tolerance within us and around us. Please bless our families, our homes, the ones who are in the greatest needs, and please envelop our planet with the crumbs of our vibrations of good, goodwill and wellness. Multiplied by your love. So those who feel sad and alone, misunderstood or abused, find sooner than later a helping hand. Glory to you, God. Joy in our hearts, peace on earth, and goodwill amongst ourselves today and always and soon.
What a beautiful canon in D, right? A beautiful, beautiful melody for us to feel this connection with God. In the next 24 hours, you and I invited to bless our pains, our afflictions, knowing that they are enriching us, but knowing how to reframe them, give them a new look. Because at the end of the day, the limitations, the challenges, they are always for our benefit. Let us rejoice, for the invitation has been brought to us. May we feel the protection of the good spirits. May we feel their envelopment and always proceed trusting in God. Thank you, friends. May we see each other tomorrow here in Immortal Messages at Cardiac Radio, where we're always nourishing our souls. Thank you.